I just want to take this moment to welcome all of you to St. John the Divine, especially for the baptism that we will be offering today. So I just said to Jesse and Scott, I know kids can be kids, so whatever they need to do, just let them be kids. So let us begin. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. There is one body and one spirit. There is one hope in God's call to us. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God of all. The Lord be with you. And also with you. And let us pray. Father in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan proclaimed him your beloved son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit, Grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant they have made and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God in glory everlasting. Amen. Please be seated for the lessons. Our first reading comes from Isaiah. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they bring forth, I tell you of them. Here ends the reading. If you will join me in Psalm 29, found in your insert. Ascribe to the Lord, you gods. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is a powerful voice. The voice of the Lord is a voice of splendor. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar trees. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Mount Hermon like a young wild ox. 
The voice of the Lord splits the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kaddish. The voice of the Lord makes the oak trees rye and strips the forest bare. And in the temple of the Lord, all are crying glory. The Lord sits enthroned above the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forevermore. The Lord shall give strength to his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace. The second reading is from Acts. Peter began to speak to Cornelius and the other Gentiles. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. The message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded to us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. Do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice came from heaven, said, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Sustainer. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Today
the second Sunday of Epiphany. And Epiphany simply means to have a moment of sudden revelation or insight. And on the second Sunday of Epiphany, we come upon the baptism of Jesus. In today's Gospel, we experience Jesus going to the Jordan River, where he sees his cousin, John the Baptist. Jesus approaches John, who is very much surprised. John would have prevented Jesus by saying, this should be the other way around, Jesus. I need to be baptized by you. He must have been very surprised at Jesus' humility coming to him to be baptized. Most of us are baptized as little children. Do not remember the experience of baptism, since it was our parents who were the ones who humbly made that decision for us. But then there are some who are gathered here who do remember your baptism as an older child or even an adult. Having made your choice, having made that your own choice, you were probably aware of what that experience entailed and your commitment to the baptismal promises that brought forth, that were brought forth in your moral, in your personal relationship with God and living more of a Christian life. Baptism is an epiphany, an awakening of sorts, an awareness of the mystery into the realm of God who is always with us. Those epiphanies come at the most unexpected times in our lives. We just need to be attentive to God's still voice within us. Now allow me to share a story of mine and Bert's experience of humility. The choice to come to St. John's many years ago was partly due to our three grandchildren, who at that time were 10, 7, and 6. When Bert and I were searching for a church, we were looking for one that had a children's ministry, since our grandchildren were attending Sunday services with us at that time. After joining the church, the children began attending the, the, Sundays, the children's Sunday church program that was being led at that time by Natasha Spencer and a few others. For us, it was worth traveling the 40 minutes from Racine rather than 15 minutes to another Episcopal church just around the corner. It wasn't long before our grandchildren began to notice that they were receiving a blessing at the communion rail, while others were receiving Holy Communion. And they began asking questions. After several conversations back and forth with them, and then more conversations with their parents regarding their children's desire to be baptized, the parents gave approval and we began a formal process, and, were event and they were eventually baptized on Easter Sunday. There were many family members that were gathered at the time, just like today in the Lau family was gathered. For our grandchildren, receiving a blessing was not enough. They wanted to experience the fullness of God. In fact, 
Shortly after they were baptized, they expressed their experience by saying, it was like I was missing something, and now I feel whole. Jesus was an adult when he came to the waters of the Jordan to be baptized by John. Before this story, Jesus does not speak. He does not act, at least not in any of Matthew's gospel records. But when Jesus emerged from the baptismal waters, dripping like an infant fresh from the womb, a voice from heaven said, you are my son, the beloved, my favor rests on you. The experience might be somewhat like the polar bear plungers at Bradford Beach on New Year's Day, who experienced a jolt once immersed into the freezing waters. And now, Jesse and Scott, I can assure you that the, best, the baptismal water that we're using today is not freezing. <laughs> I did a little research into the New Year's tradition, and it appears to coincide with the ritual of baptism. The tradition traces, traces back to 1903 and Coney Island in New York, where Bernard McFadden believed that the cold ocean temperatures would bring health and rejuvenation to the body. Some people feel by braving the icy waters each New Year's Day, they are essentially preparing their mind to conquer any challenges, obstacles, or tasks that may be ahead. Now, isn't that what baptism prepares us for? Only we are not alone to conquer our challenges, obstacles, or anything that lie ahead. God is always at our side. Jesus' plunge, or baptism, would have been different if it had occurred later in Jesus' life. It would sound very much as if it, was, if it were said only that Jesus had healed the sick, embraced the outcast, and preached the good news to the poor, because it might conclude that God's favor was upon him because of all that he had done, and that in some way Jesus had earned the blessing. But instead, Jesus was immersed in God's favor before he had any opportunity to say anything or do anything. The very first words that Jesus heard as he emerged from the womb of baptism were words that might be whispered in the baby's ear. You are my son, the beloved. My favor rests on you. In some ways, of course, it was a unique blessing. When God called Jesus my son, it speaks of the unique relationship that Jesus had with the one that he called Abba, Papa, or Papi. But scripture also affirms that through Jesus, we are all drawn into an intimate relationship with God, so that through Jesus' baptism, we are all children of God. So what was said? to Jesus when he was baptized 
is the same that could be said anyone, to anyone when they are born or when they are baptized. You are my child, my beloved, my favor pressed on you. The voice that calls you beloved can be all but drowned out by those other contradicting voices. So the person who is motivated by praise is quite different from the one who feels assured that they are beloved. To be called beloved is not something that can be earned. It is a gift. There is nothing you have to do to be beloved. You are God's beloved. Not because of what you do. Even before you had a chance to do anything that could be called special, God whispers in your ear, this is my child, the beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Some of those voices may be encouraging, while others you may want to silence. But before all of those voices, and above all those voices, is the one voice that before you could do anything or say anything to distinguish yourself in any way, said, this is my child, the beloved, my favor rests on you. To love others as Jesus did, first we are reminded that we are loved and have been since before the beginning, even as Jesus was. Jesse and Scott, you've heard God whisper, and that is why you are here today. You are responding by bringing Truett on this special day to receive the waters of baptism and anointing as God's beloved. Amen. Thank you for joining the St. John the Divine podcast. If you're interested in worshiping with us, you can visit us at 9 a.m. at our church, which is at 216 East Chandler Boulevard in Burlington, Wisconsin. If you want to learn more about us, you can click the link in the description or visit stjohnthedivine.org. Just remember, we're the one in Burlington, Wisconsin, not the cathedral in New York. Have a great day. Bye.